Hello and welcome to your guide to the good stuff. I'm your host, Jim Graber. Life is too short not to enjoy every moment of it, so we're going to share with you the tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to help make your day-to-day life easier and more enjoyable. Plus, we're going to help you create those special moments, the ones that lead to lifetime memories, all without breaking the bank, because you deserve it. Hello and welcome to episode number two, much less expensive than you think, Hawaii. Ah, Hawaii. Hawaii is a magical must-see place, and I've been fortunate enough to have been to four of the five islands. But before I go any further, I want to say how heartbreaking the wildfires on Maui have been, especially the loss of life. My wife and I stayed at a condo just south of the old downtown Lahaina. The condo building is still standing, incidentally, and downtown Lahaina had several shops with irreplaceable items, from original art galleries to a shop with hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind original antique maps. Special thoughts go out to the Lahaina Grill. It was ranked in the top 10 globally as a place to go eat, and we booked a dinner there on our anniversary. They asked us when we set the reservation if there was any special event we were celebrating, and we told them about our anniversary. On the night we had dinner there, they gave us a happy anniversary card signed by the entire staff and a complimentary dessert. Definitely a class act. Also, Fleetwoods was a cool place to eat with a rooftop dining option. It's owned by Mick Fleetwood, and there were lots of pictures of Fleetwood Mac in the place. Now, while I'm sure they're going to rebuild... The pictures of what happened still give me a shock. I've been asked many times which island I would recommend going to, and it depends a lot on what you're wanting to do. I would suggest the island of Oahu and the city of Honolulu for your first trip. It's the picture of Hawaii most people have in their head. Now I know what you're thinking, way too expensive, sounds nice, can't afford that. Well, it can be expensive unless you plan properly. I have several tips to help keep the trip budget-friendly, and we'll talk about those shortly. But as I said, Hawaii is a magical place. When you exit the gate in Honolulu, you step into an open-air walkway. You can just feel the difference in the air. The temperature, the humidity, the smells, it's just different. And on some of the other islands, the airport gates are just covered huts with no walls. And you walk out on the tarmac and up the ladder to get in and out of the plane. And most of the hotel lobbies, they don't have actual doors. They don't need them. It's amazing. Now, Honolulu is a big city. Tons of food and entertainment options. There's a Rolex store, a Tesla store, and ABC stores everywhere where you can find almost anything you need. Waikiki Beach, of course, is famous. The sand's wonderful, the water's generally warm year-round, and the view of Diamond Head is majestic. I also feel Pearl Harbor is a must-see. We ended up going on a beautiful Sunday morning in late December, and while at the Arizona Memorial looking around at the peaceful houses in the hills, as the sun was gaining strength mid-morning, you got a real sense of how intense the sudden attack was back in 1941. Now, World War II history is a passion of mine, so it's probably more intense to me than most people, but it's definitely something you should see. Now, as I said, Honolulu is a big city, and they have a major highway running right through the middle of it, and the locals drive fast. You better be on your toes. 
The middle of the island is a dormant volcano and a mountain, so there's very few roads that go across. And then along the coast are two-lane roads, most with a 30-mile-an-hour speed limit. You'll look up directions to a place that's only 25 miles away, and your map will tell you it's an hour, hour's drive away. And you'll think, that's not possible, but it's going to be an hour. The scenery's breathtaking, and you're going to find yourself going slow a lot, even with nobody in front of you. Other items of note is there are a bunch of wild chickens running around. They're all along the sides of the road. They're all around the gas stations. Craziest thing I've ever seen. You've got North Shore, Waimea Canyon, Hanama Bay, just to name a few places to go see. The Dole Plantation is a must-see as well. The Pineapple Whip is really awesome to enjoy after the tour. After everyone had gotten something, my wife and I got the banana split thinking it would be normal size, and we were blown away. It was the biggest banana split I've ever seen. People were taking Snapchat videos of us walking back to our table, and it took every single person in the family to finish it. And then I want to make a special shout out to the North Shore Tacos. Our family had lunch there nearly every day over a two-week period when we stayed on the North Shore. Absolutely awesome food. My goal is not to be an all-encompassing guide to Hawaii. So much variety, and I would certainly miss something you'd want to see or do. There's already a very comprehensive guide to the Hawaiian Islands written by Andrew Doty. He has a book for each island. And he has the super tough job of exploring everything on every island and then reporting on it from places to eat and sites to see. Even many places known only by the locals with directions like just past mile marker five, turn on a dirt road with a blue house. It's a really good guide. And he has the tragic life of every few years having to go through everything again and upgrade the book. I recommend it. My goal is to give you a sense of Hawaii and the different islands, help you decide which one to see first, and of course, I want to help you with how to get there and stay there without breaking the bank. Airfare is traditionally the biggest cost. If you look at the price on the travel sites right now, they'll show major airlines a minimum of $1,000 a person leaving at odd hours like 4 in the morning and 10 o'clock at night with layovers between Kansas City and Honolulu that are several hours long. Most of them are over $1,200. But it turns out Southwest flies there as well, and I don't think they advertise it much. If you use the low fare calendar, you can get flights from Kansas City to Honolulu for $300 each way, and you can fly anytime you want pretty much for $400 each way. So we're talking $600 to $800 per person to fly to Honolulu each way, and if you're flying out of St. Louis, you can leave on a Friday afternoon and return two weeks later on a Thursday for $523 round trip. And I know someone out there saying, yeah, but they're a discount airline. It's a six or seven hour flight. It's going to be cramped and horrible. That's not true. We've flown Hawaiian Air, which was an amazing flight, but the most expensive flight we've ever taken. We flew United, which was a horrible experience. The seats don't recline as far back as they do on Southwest, which 
I couldn't get a nap in those to save my life. And the snack service was way less than what Southwest has. They hand out a large bag of snacks beyond the pretzel mix, and they've added things like Mai Tais to the beverage menu. The overall service on United is way less than what we've experienced on Southwest. They came through the coach cabin once on the six-hour long flight back, and again, they were over $1,200 a person. Here's a money-saving tip. Get the Southwest Rewards Card. Now, we don't get any compensation from Southwest to recommend the airline and certainly not to recommend the card. But run all the expenses you can through this card. We use ours for everything that's going to accept a credit card and pay it off before any interest is due. Here's a tip you may not know. You can make several payments anytime during the month to your credit card, that way making smaller payments and incurring no interest. For example, send in a little money every week when you get paid. This allows you to accrue points that can then be traded for tickets to travel. Think about it. Money that you're spending anyway can get you a free trip to Hawaii. And worst case, if you don't like to use the card, use it only a year in advance of your trip and then drop it. Also, your best approach is to book flights 60 to 70 days before the trip. This is true for any trip that you take. It's typically the lower fare window for a flight. And on Southwest, you can click on the low fare calendar to see the least expensive days to travel if your trip can be flexible. The next hurdle can be accommodations. Hawaii has some of the most amazing hotels and resorts, but they're also very expensive. So when you go to Hawaii, VRBO is your friend. And again, no compensation for rec recommending them, but we use them everywhere. In Honolulu, you can find a one-bedroom condo for as little as $129 a night with a balcony and a kitchenette. A studio that only has a microwave, but $99 a night. And both of these are on higher floors in a condo tower looking out over the ocean. And most of the places offer a pool, a workout facility, barbecue grills, laundry room, and a parking lot, to name a few key amenities. I recommend that when you go, plan on a minimum stay of 10 days, and if you can swing it, 14 days. Two key reasons for this. First off, the jet lag is real, especially coming from Kansas City or anywhere farther east. And when you get there on the first day, you're not going to want to sleep, even if you're extremely tired. Secondly, there's so much to see and do, and you're going to want a couple days just to hang out on the beach. And you've already paid for the airfare. That doesn't change if you stay a week or two weeks. But for 14 days, you'll spend around $2,000. One thing to watch is the state of Hawaii has a heavy tax on rental providers and a couple other fees, so be sure to look at the total price option when browsing a rental so that there are no surprises. And if you get a place with a kitchen, you can fix a few meals there. I remember our big family trip we took to Oahu, and the guidebook suggested going to a Costco or a Sam's Club. We had a VRBO on the North Shore, and decided to make the journey the first day into Honolulu to go to the Costco. Well, of course, with the two-lane roads and 30-mile-an-hour speed limit, it took us over an hour to get there. Then when we got there, apparently everyone had read the same tip because it was a total zoo. I would never do that again. It took most of the best day we ended up having for swimming because we were there in late December and early January. And there are Safeway stores all over the island and Long's Drug Stores. 
We had a Long's Drug Store five minutes from the house, right across the street from North Shore Tacos, and it had a complete grocery store and a liquor store. Prices were barely above those at Costco, and when you're in Hawaii, you don't want to spend hours in a discount warehouse to save a few bucks. You're going to trade a little more money for a lot more time, and you can always make more money, but you're never going to create more time. The last big expense is the car rental. Not a lot of tips here, but it's going to cost you from four dollars to $500, depending on what you rent for a couple weeks' stay. But if you can swing it, a Mustang convertible is $1,000 for the two weeks and an absolute blast on any of the islands. I have rented one every single trip we've taken except for one when I thought I needed a Jeep. So let's look at the base cost for two people to spend two weeks in Hawaii in Honolulu. Airfare for two $1,600. Lodging, bump it up to $2,200. Both are on the higher side. Car rental for the entire trip, $500. So you're looking at $4,200 plus meals and entertainment. And if your budget's a little tight, I suggest you set up a separate account at your bank and have $100 a week auto deposited to that account. You'll feel it the first couple weeks, but then you'll forget it. Your budget won't miss it, and you'll have the money at the end of a year for this amazing trip, $5,200. Plus, if you use the Southwest card for a year, the airfare could be free or deeply discounted, which leaves room for the Mustang convertible rental, which, again, I highly recommend. And if you keep that savings up forever, you're always going to have money for a trip somewhere. I can promise you, Hawaii is a trip you'll never forget. You're going to create memories of a lifetime. So get online, start dreaming, and if you find Honolulu looks to be too much city for you or you've been before and wonder which island should I try next, stay tuned. There's going to be an episode soon covering the other islands and what makes each of them special. In the meantime, we would love to hear from you if you've been to Hawaii. We want to hear your experience or leave us questions you might have had that I might have missed. We're always interested to hear what you think. Please go to our website, yourguidetothegoodstuff.com, and leave us feedback. That's Y-O-U-R, guidetothegoodstuff.com. You can also reach out at our email, yourguidetothegoodstuff at gmail.com. New episodes are released every Monday and can be found wherever you get your podcast. As an added benefit, if you sign up for our email, you will receive a synopsis of what Monday's episode is about on the Sunday before. Plus, you'll get any links we share and behind-the-scenes photos delivered to your email on the Monday after the episode is released. In the meantime, have a fantastic week, and as my friend would always say, Arrivederci.